The images of Christmas. It's great to hear these songs of the season, isn't it? It uh, just allows us to, uh, to focus in more than uh, we would otherwise. Uh, we, uh, we look here in just a bit at what has uh, been understood as a song, the Magnificat, as uh, Ashley had shared earlier, My Soul Glorifies the Lord. We, uh, we sing the songs of this season. We, uh, we dig in on the uh, images of, uh, of Christmas as we uh, approach the, the manger, as we consider the birth of Christ, as we consider the birth of Christ in us. It's uh, always a high and holy honor to lift up the good news of Christ, and in particular, God uh, bending our way and touching us in such profound ways as He sends his son into the life of the world. We are all very much aware of the supply chain uh, issues that are threatening uh, our economy. They're also uh, threatening uh, how we do Christmas. Everybody's uh, gift buying is being encouraged to, to uh, uh, be altered. Uh, get out and do it early. If you wait late, you may not find what you're you're looking for. I uh, love the story of the, of the couple who got an early start on their shopping, not because of supply chain issues. They just decided that they would, would do it early. Uh, they even went to a, a nearby city and almost right out of the gate got immediately separated from one another. The wife was the first to use her cell phone she called her husband and said, honey, where in the world are you? And it was then that the husband began to explain. You, you remember when we were first married, that, that jewelry shop where you saw that, that necklace that you just absolutely loved, but yet we realized that we did not have enough money to, to pay for it at the time. So I, I said, uh, someday I'll go back to that shop and buy that necklace. Do you, do you remember that? And said, so, oh, yes. I, she was just excited beyond explanation. Well, I'm at the Home Depot that's right next door to that <laughs> jewelry store. Boy, that's something that I would do. I, uh, I haven't gotten the, the name Mr. Romance for, for nothing. Well, we all know from experience that this can be a season uh, fraught with uh, disappointment, and some of that may even be in the giving and receiving of gifts. The gifts we receive might not always be to our liking. That's why here on Sunday mornings, we'll be keeping our focus right where it needs to be, upon the, the gift that is uh, Christ's birth it is a gift that never disappoints. As we talked last week, all of this got started with the angel Gabriel visiting Mary with the great good news that she would give birth to God's Son. That, that was waiting news for a, a young, unwed mother. Mary's faith, though, would, would see her through. Everybody deals with with weighty issues. They, they deal with those weighty issues at, at different times and in, in varied circumstances. They deal with those weighty issues in, in different ways. Some freak out, while others make every effort to stay calm. 
Some try to forget while others embrace what is going on. Some tend to isolate themselves while others seek the support of a family and friends. The latter is exactly what Mary did. She sought the support of family. She uh, took the long trek from her hometown of Nazareth to the hill country of Judea to the south. She was, her intent was to, to visit her relative Elizabeth. Elizabeth was also pregnant. We would know that she would give birth to John the Baptist. Elizabeth was overjoyed to see Mary, and so was her baby. The Scripture reports that, that, that he leapt in her room upon Mary's arrival. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear, says Elizabeth. Elizabeth knew that something very, very special was about to take place. The Holy Spirit was moving in, in profound ways. And, and the Scripture reports that, that Elizabeth was, was filled by the Holy Spirit and, and moved by that same Spirit, knowing that something special was about to take place. As we said a second ago, Mary's faith was the very thing that would see her through. Her faith was, was more than evident to Elizabeth to the place that Elizabeth commended her on her faith. Blessed is she who has believed that what the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. Mary's faith was such that what, what God had spoken into her life would in fact come to place. In a word, Mary believed not in the sort of vague way that we see with the, the department store Macy's belief. No, uh, Mary really believed. It, her belief would, would alter her life. The trajectory of, of how she would live her days would be forever different. But yet she would do that with faith. Mary believed. Some uh, say that uh, she began to, to sing, that uh, she, in any event, needed to, to express herself. Uh, and, and she did that in wonderful ways in this, this beautiful prayer, this beautiful song that is called the Magnificat. I love this quote from uh, Lori Wagner where she says, music always begins with a, a wail in the heart, becomes a prayer, and then a praise and contains the elements of all three. Let's hear then Mary's prayer as she seeks to glorify God. Today we read from Luke 1, verse 46 through 55. Let's hear this from God's Word. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble estate of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. 
He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. This is God's word for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Sometimes circumstances are such that all we can do is pray. Have you been there? Things are such that that the only thing you can do is, is, is turn to God and pray and seek His wisdom, His guidance, His direction for your life. That's the way it was for, for Mary, God's humble servant. Mary's every desire was to express herself before God. And that expression took the, the form of praise. Mary glorified God for what He was doing, which took a, a great deal of faith. Again, the, the circumstance that she was facing was, was unknown to, in, in, in all ways, but yet Mary stood with faith and could praise God, if for no other reason that God would see her through that uncertain circumstance. Things were so uncertain, and yet Mary praised the Lord. I think that's faith faith in action, as she displays that faith in action through the prayer that she prayed. How's that sort of thing playing out for your life? Upon celebrating Thanksgiving just a couple of weeks ago, we became keenly aware yet again about how giving thanks awakens us to the great things that God is doing in our lives. And it gives us a good resolve as we move forward that God will continue to be at work offering uh, His good purposes for our lives. So I encourage you, I encourage you to give thanks to God, even if you don't feel like it. Not only will you find your spirit lifted, but your focus will be exactly at the place where it needs to be, upon God and His good work in your life. The glory Mary gave God not only encouraged her, but kept her sights upon the very one who was providing for her life. So go ahead. Give thanksgiving a try. Give God glory. It's worked wonders for my life, and I know that it will work wonders for yours. The prayer that we read today from Luke 1, verses 46 through 55, is not just a, a prayer of praise where Mary glorifies the Lord, but it's also a, a prayer of humility. Hear this part of that, that prayer, my, my soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for He has been mindful of His humble servant. Mary knew her position before the Lord. She knew that uh, she approached the Lord in, in humble fashion, and she, she knew that uh, out of that humility, she would, would seek to serve the Lord with, with her entire life. 
without a, a doubt, the, the emphasis of, of Mary's prayer upon, uh, was upon God and what he was doing in her life. And, and there's little doubt that she was thankful for that, and hence her, uh, her every desire to, to offer glory to God. But Mary's prayer also emphasized the fact that she was of low estate. Mary was a humble servant, ready to serve, willing to serve. And, and because of that, she, she left herself open to, to God's movement, made it possible for God to do miraculous things, miraculous things that, that we celebrate every year and that the, those who are faithful have been celebrating for, for, uh, for 2,000 years and will, will continue to celebrate, all because Mary put herself in the position of, of being humble before the Lord and allowing God to do His thing. Humility is always fertile soil for God to do His thing. There is power in humility because of what God is able to do when we humble ourselves before Him. Instead of our way, God's way becomes the way of our lives, just like it was for Mary. We find ourselves receptive to God's love, open to His grace, and, and better prepared to follow His leadership. Jesus talked a good deal about humility. We, we, we know that to, to be the case. We, we, we know that, that Jesus is the epitome of humility. He, he did not count equality with God something to be grasped, but He, he emptied Himself, and He took on the form of a servant. Jesus talks about humility no more pointedly than, than he does in the, in the Beatitudes. In Matthew 5, 3, we read, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of, of heaven. This in contrast to those who are spiritually proud and, and self-sufficient. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Jesus also shares in Matthew 5, 5, blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. This is a, a disposition that allows God to do with us this, this having a, a meekness about us, that, that God is able to, to do with us what He will, all, and, and because of that, we will understand and experience ourselves to be blessed. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Mary knew of those very blessings. Despite the hardship she experienced, despite the uncertainty that she faced, Mary experienced the blessings of God all through. Because of her humility, because she had emptied herself, God was able to do marvelous things. From now on, all generations will Call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Mary was able to recognize that what God was doing was not only best for her, but was also best for the entire world. In contrast, Mary went on to pray about how God deals with those who are proud. Her prayer strikes this contrast between 
the, the importance and significance of humility, and then, and then uh, the, the sort of uh, outgrowth of what takes place when, when, we, when we stand proud. Mary prayed about how God brings down the mighty. Pride always gets in the way of what God ultimately wants accomplished. We do well to hear that and to take it, a, and take it to heart. Pride always gets in the way of what God ultimately wants done. In an age where, where pride and position seem to rule the day, humility remains God's way. God is all about working with those who are humble. He just has a tougher time with those who are prideful because they feel as though they can do it all themselves rather than emptying themselves and allowing God to have his way. And for those who are proud, God's every desire is to see that they are emptied and that he then is able to lean into their lives. I know for a fact that God is at work to, to keep me humble because a humble heart is the very place that he is able to do his best work. So a prayer, a prayer that uh, shares uh, sincere praise over the very things that God is doing and a deep recognition that in humility God is able to, to make those things come to pass. What sort of prayers are you praying this Christmas? I hope that you're praying, but what sort of prayers uh, are those, uh, those prayers uh, taking? What, 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 what are the characteristics? And in a season where it is awfully easy to get down, the pressures are, 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 are enough to even get the most faithful down. Let's take our cue from Mary and let's pray. Let's pray prayers that are full of praise. And as we offer our praises to God, as we seek to glorify His name, may we notice Him at work. And may we be more resolute in, in joining Him in that work. And may we, in our prayers, also come to, to grips with who we are. And in that, may we come to God humbly and recognize that in our humility, God is able to work through that to miraculous end. May the Lord bless us as we pray. Let's make a practice of prayer, sure, but may our prayers be focused just as they were uh, for Mary, prayers of praise and glorification of God and prayers that understand who we are. May we become humble before the Lord and in that humility, may we find Him doing great things in us and through us to a miraculous end. May God bless us all.